0: Yo, what it is everybody. This Benz, Benz Hilaire. And right now you are listening to the Dread Head and Tech Podcast. And this is episode 1.5. In other words, it's the part two of episode 1, Unrecognizable. And last episode, we left off on the promise I made to myself to never cut my dreads off. So in this episode today, you're gonna hear how that promise almost got broken. So when you're done, man, please Share the episode to your friends. Subscribe to the Dreadhead and Tech Podcast. And most definitely leave us a review so I can know that you're vibing with me. And also keep in mind that it takes a lot for me to do this episode because it's so personal for me. You know, like like there's things I'm sharing with y'all that I've never ever shared to a soul. To anybody. You know what I mean? So it means a lot that y'all listening, that y'all vibing, that y'all liking these episodes. So Thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. Man, thanks for the love, all right? Have a blessed day. Peace. But last year, that almost didn't happen. You know, because back in 2016 last year, I was faced with one of the most toughest questions of my life. And that question was, should I chop or not chop my dreads off? In other words, should I cut my dreads off? Or nah. To kind of backtrack to, you know, explain how I came to this, you know, question, well, most, you know, of, of my supporters, followers, you know, close friends or whatnot, know the whole background story of Vince Hillel, you know, how I came from South Florida to New York with nothing, with no money, with no job, with no place to live, with no connects, with no friends, no family, and first time ever being in New York. You know, so three years ago, uh, I came to New York, you know, and although it was a very bold and great decision to make to actually take that kind of risk to chase my dreams, it was great. No regrets. But at the same time, I want y'all to know there is consequences. You know, when you make bold moves and you take these kind of risks, there bound to be some kind of consequence. Of course, you know, a good thing came out of it, you know, as, as y'all could see and as some of y'all know. But at the same time, there's a lot of bad things that went that a lot of folks don't know. You know what I mean? Like, for example, when I first came, man, bro, I was starving. I went months and years starving, uh, broke. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, in the year 2015, at the age of 25, I spent my entire 25 years of age in the negative, literally. In other words, my bank account negative the entire Year of me being 25 years old. I would hustle around and get some cash You know get some little side gigs and jobs or not, but every cash I made went straight to rent and I would Completely instantly be broke right away. My cards were getting declined from left to right like it was to the point where in, in, in Early 2015 when the year just started I took this girl out for a drink and all my cards got declined in front of her Uh, you know, I was, and there was plenty of time where I was behind rent because I couldn't really, you know, get the money on time. Uh, damn, I just talking about this kind of bring back bad memories, man, because I would say, man, these past two years was definitely the lowest point of my life. You know, 25 years old, especially I would wake up in the middle of the night out of hunger, you know, like, like there was look to give you a little, I guess, vivid, you know, detail of how bad I was starving. Like, every single night, I would wake up in the middle of the night and stop my stomach from fighting my back. <laughs> I'm dead ass, It was I was that hungry. Like, my back and my stomach would basically touch each other and basically fight every night. Cause I had no food to eat, you know what I mean? And I lost major weight. Like, when I was back in South Florida, before I came to New York, I gained so much weight, so much muscle. But when I came to New York, man, with none, I lost everything, man. Like, I'm talking about skinny. I'm talking about, damn, like, I was depressed. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all, man. I was depressed. I was sad. I was cold. Because I came, like, around a time where it was cold. I came, like, around September. I had no jackets, I had no sweater, I had no boots, no gloves, no nothing, no hats, no scarf, nothing. Can you imagine a South Florida country boy being in the big city in the snow with none? Come on, man. Like, I was just, I was cold, broke, lonely, sad, and I lost all my self-confidence for the first time in my entire life. I lost all. All my self confidence. And not only because, you know, my car's were getting declined, but I was getting phone calls back home hearing that my mom in the hospital because her breast cancer getting worse. You know what I mean? Getting phone calls back home hearing that my dad in the hospital, his prostate cancer getting worse. My dad also had a stroke. So, with all this going on, mom cancer getting worse. Pop prostate getting worse. They're both in the hospital back to back. I had my friends, homeboys calling my phone telling me how their parents died. And with me, man, how it is, that hurt me too because if you're my dog, you're my dog. If you're my dog, your mom is my mom. Your dad is my dad. I would take a bullet for my dog's parents. That's how, I don't know, just how I am, man. You know? So hearing all that on the phone and just dealing with my own situation to up here, I didn't know what to do, man. I thought about calling my homeboys and, you know, or or my brother to to, to, kind of just have someone to to talk to. But the thing is, one, they can't really understand what I'm going through without being here. I feel like to understand properly, man, you have to be here or you have to either live something like this before, right? So I couldn't call my parents. They had their own things to worry about. I didn't want to add more, you know, more stress on top of their you know, breast cancer and prostate cancer. That would be very selfish of me, you know, to whine about stuff like this. Meanwhile, they, they fighting with their life, for their life. And I don't want to call my homeboys back home because the truth is, the real, the, look, the real truth is, most homeboys will probably be happy hearing I'm doing bad. You know what I mean? Not all, but majority of them. Just keep it hunted. And I couldn't call my brother because, man, he has his own thing to worry about. He has his own family now, and I felt just very alone I felt I felt useless I felt helpless and around that same time too my account got so bad when I was so deep in the negative where something happened some check bounce whatever and I just lost any little cash I had in my bank account which is gone I, I passed the negative mark to the point where I actually started owing the bank money and I couldn't really pay them at all so I had to close down my bank account I did not want the fee to keep adding on of the amount that I already owe and from 2015 So early 2016, I spent that entire, entire year not looking at myself in the mirror. I lie to you not. I spent an entire year without seeing my reflection in the mirror. So for a whole year straight, I didn't know how I looked. And the reason why I did not want to see myself is because I was so embarrassed of myself. Anyone that know me man from back then could say, Ben's always had self-confidence. Ben's always been proud of, of of himself and and whatever, but this time, man, damn dog, I was I was low. I ain't lie to you, I was I was low, and and 2016, right when the year kind of started off, like two months down the line, one day I went to the bathroom, to brush my teeth, and I accidentally. Saw myself in the mirror for the first time after one full year. And when I saw my reflection, yo, I was so afraid. That day, seeing my reflection was one of the most scariest moments of my life. Mind you. I come up from a very tough path. I'm from the hood, man. Like I come from, you know, drive bys and being shot at and being chased by the police, being shot at by the police, <laughs> high speed chase, jumping out of a moving car and, and taking my whole skin of my right foot off, um, fighting a lot. You know what I mean? Born in Haiti, homeless. You know what I mean? Abused as a kid. So I've been through a lot, plus more. Right, but I've never had any fear for nothing. I've never feared anybody. I would fight folks ten times my size. You know, what I mean, I'd be a young kid, like a teenager, fighting a grown ass man that's like thirty some years old. I had no fear. But back in 2016, at that moment, seeing, my, seeing myself in the mirror, hands down, was the scariest moment of my life. And here's why. Because when I saw myself in that mirror, I did not recognize myself at all. A lot of you not, man. I didn't know who I was staring at. I didn't know how I used to look or how am I supposed to look. And I was so disgusted with my reflection. I was so disgusted, so disappointed. I remember, like, touching my face like, who am I? What am I? Like, my eyes was, like, bloody shot red from lack of sleep, from stressing. My face was all wrinkled. I had bags under my eyes. My dreads was nappy. I'm talking about so nappy, man. They was all getting stuck together. I lost so much weight. I was so skinny. God, I was, I'm just saying terrible words to myself in the mirror, like, yo, what happened, bro, like, man, you look disgusting, Oh my, when did you get so freaking ugly, I'm I'm saying, self-love is very important, self-love is one of the most important things in the world, I learned that, and I didn't have not one self-love for myself, which was sad, which was crazy, man. And here I am looking myself in the mirror like, yo, how did I used to look? I was afraid. I was confused. I didn't know where to go, what to do. I mean, think about it. What do you do when you can't recognize yourself in the mirror? What manual there is in life to say, okay, when that happened, here's what to do. I didn't know what to do. That's freaking scary, man. That that goes beyond just physical fear. It was more, it was all mental fear. I'm still I'm am kind of shaking right now just just talking about this man because yo okay it was it was, it was, I, was I was oh my god I was like in a deep hole I was, I'm not gonna lie to you but anyway so seeing myself I was like man listen Ben something got to be done right you you you'd have to like start fresh again because there is no way of me trying to remember who I used to look like it was so bad. I would go to Facebook to look at all my old pictures and I still couldn't recognize myself. I actually had a hard time believing that this is me in those pictures. Can you imagine that, man? Can you imagine some, Can you imagine yourself telling yourself, hold on, this ain't me. Because there's no way this could be me because what I'm looking at right now in the mirror, look nothing like that. When your mind is weak, right? And you thinking negative thoughts and you just beating yourself down, Calling yourself ugly, you know what I'm saying all that, you know, useless, worthless. When you, when you, when you have those kind of thoughts, it doesn't matter. Like I don't know, it's, it's hard to explain. But when you have those, you, I wish I could explain it better. I'm sorry, but I just cannot. You know, it, it, you just, but those that went through this kind of situation or just have had these thoughts, I understand what I'm trying to say. But it was it was hard for me to actually accept that I used to look good, like the pictures I'm seeing. But anyway, so fast forward, I was like, listen, bitch, you know what? Something got to be done, bro. Like, 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 knowing you, Ben, you, there's no quitting in you. Like, there's no, even though you're down, you're low, you you depressed, you're lonely, you broke, you cold, you know, you're like in this deep-ass hole. I know for a fact, regardless, you're not going to quit. Because here's why, because when I came to New York from South Florida, I told myself, man, it's either I win or I perish. There's no in-between. I'm not going back to my mama's house. Either I win or I perish. I came to conquer New York, and conquer New York, that I shall do. Like I'm doing that. I'm not going back without conquering something out of New York. And that's what made it even more scarier because the fact that I know I'm not gonna quit, it's like, well, then what do you do? You know, I'm not gonna quit. Then if I'm not gonna quit, then what am I gonna do? So that that made even even. You're like damn, Bance, you a failure. You know, I mean? your friends gonna laugh at you. They are gonna say, "Why did you move to New York? You, you dumbass!" Like your parents are gonna laugh. You gonna, gonna gonna be disappointed. Your, 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 fans, friends. Like I just started thinking about all these other negative thoughts. And seconds by seconds, I I kept beating myself down and down and down and even lower and lower and even lower. But I was like, man, you know what, man? I gotta stop all this. Okay, so what can I do to get a very, you know, quick change, or to kind of like build this new character, or just kind of make myself recognize myself again? So I started looking around, you know, in the mirror. What can I change? I said, you know what, I want a very quick change to get inspired to keep going. And I saw my dreads. I was like, okay, but what if I cut my dreads off? Anyone that know me, man, know how much my dreads mean to me? For me to, for the first time in my entire life, for me to actually considering cutting my dreads. Now you know, okay, you know for a fact that means Bance is at a very very low point. That means Bance is not thinking clearly. That means Bance is very depressed. For me to ask myself if I should cut my dreads or not. After all, what I've been through in my draft, all the obstacles, the ups and downs, all the fights, I had to fight to keep my dreads. To finally tell myself that maybe I should cut everything off. That's how I know I was at a very low point. So here I am, here I am in the bathroom, in the mirror. You know what I mean? Saying to myself, "Okay, what if I just cut my dreads off? That'd be different, right? I I I, I look different." But then I was like, hell no, nah. Man, I have a big ass forehead. If I cut my dress, I'm gonna look like, <laughs> if I cut my dress, man, I'm gonna look like a goddamn alien walking around here. My head is too big for that. So <laughs> what else can I do? What else can I use? Like, All right. You know what? Okay, that's not, a, that's not an option. So what else? I went online and I came across one of my favorite comic book superhero character, which is static shock because if you know static shock right his dreads are the perfect length actually needed static shock hair is like dreads are like shoulder length and my dreads at that time was like past my ass when i mean past my ass i mean literally there's some time i would like sit on my dreads by accident or, or i would chew my dreads when, when i was eating pasta by mistake because it was that long but i was like yes yes that's it Trim my dreads. Trim it short, shoulder length. And keep in mind, look, I was still afraid. I was and my dread for like I said more than 10 years. My entire life, basically. Right? And then, so cutting anything off takes a lot of bold uh you know moves to do. Okay, so once I decided that I wanted to trim my dreads, shoulder length, I called my dread stylist, I went to her I went to a spot. And I went there, I was so afraid and so scared, like, damn. You know, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how I'm going to look. I had this long hair for years. I've never, ever trimmed my dreads at all my entire life. I don't know. But I know for a fact I need some kind of new look. Because who I saw in the mirror, I didn't like that person. You know what I mean? I didn't recognize that person. Once he actually trimmed it, I felt this big rock that was on my shoulders just kind of, like, fell down my head became lighter. My heart started relaxing. I took a deep breath. And I became calm. I felt like that trim took away so much of my bad past. And with the new year starting with 2016, I felt like this was the correct thing to do to start fresh, start new. And once she, you know, she trimmed my dreads, give me a retwist, fix me up. Once she was done, I went back to the mirror. And I looked in the mirror. And for the first time after one year, I was finally able to smile at myself again in the mirror. Dread, head up in this no thing, no cried out in 2016 2017 i came around it's funny to me just the other day i found out i got enemies i'm feeling crazy lazy daisy hazy silly to me and now i'm busy heavy stated ready can't take a seat i'm so ashamed you're thinking it's a game i know they feel my pain how could they be asking for my name my name bends just like the car but back then they used to call me cold blood we do a lot but never give up so this podcast is strictly for y'all redhead and tech